to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. All right, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to welcome everyone to the show and to, to thank every single one of you for uh, all of your listening time that you have put into listening to the Dr. Pat Show, so much so that I received a call early this morning from Cleveland wanting to make sure that I was going to have my guests on today, uh, the ones that we announced in our newsletter, and I assure you we are having a fabulous show today, and information will be revealed about me in terms of how someone as uh, that scores as such an introvert can get out into the world and do radio 15 hours a week. I'm kind of interested in figuring that out myself. I have two fabulous guests today, Marty Olson-Laney and Michael L. Laney, joining us today. Their book is The Introvert and Extrovert in Love, Making It Work When Opposites Attract. And beyond that conversation is a conversation about these two categories of people, introverts and extroverts. And so we're going to talk a lot about what this means about their book and about what they are accomplishing in, in taking this message out into the world. Now, let me just say a few things. We've got a lot of information to cover. I'm very excited about this show today. And at the same time, we want to make sure that we are getting the message across that you can mix oil and vinegar. It's just a process. <laughs> so I want to welcome I want to welcome Dr. Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having us. I'm glad to be on. Well, it says that you both are, uh, or at least I, I know Dr. Dr. Laney, you are a foremost authority on introversion, teamed up with an extroverted husband <laughs> to write this foundation book, the any and outie relationship. Exactly. We've been married uh, almost 43 years. <laughs> so we've uh, had a lot of practices trying to work it out. And you're still together. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll check uh, later today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was talking about this upcoming interview to my listeners, and uh, and I was explaining to them that I various tests that you can take, and of course, most of us are familiar with uh, I think the Myers Briggs, but. When, every time I take that test, I score so far on the introvert scale that it's it's actually incredible to think that people that know me think that's crazy. You've cheated, <laughs> and so there's lots to talk about. I mean, first of all, how accurate are those tests? Uh, they have a lot of research behind them, and they're quite accurate. And um, that's because they kind of capture areas of the brain functioning, different aspects of the Myers-Briggs, and introversion and extroversion is really some, is, is how we have our energy restored or how we're stimulated. So it's really not the way people think about it as so much as socializing because lots of introverts like to have a few very good friends that usually have friends for a long period of time because we're good at one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's just a different social skill than, say, extroverts that are good at parties where they can 
talk a lot to a lot of people and their brain is made for party patter, which introvert's brain is not made for. Yeah, when, when Marty and I uh, took the Myers-Briggs, he scored, like you did, way over on the introversion scale, and I scored way over on the extroversion scale. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, I thought they were going to take my pulse to make sure I was still breathing. <laughs> <laughs> when you think the introverts, everything we do in the outside world takes energy for us. We, we have to spend energy to do things. Whereas extroverts gain energy for everything they do in the outside world, it makes quite a difference in lots of different areas, not just socializing. It, it, it makes big differences in how we handle conflict, in decision-making, in, in physical things, too, even like uh, needing to eat more frequently than extroverts do. Well, and, and see, this is an interesting conversation. It really talks to the issue, what does it mean to be an introvert? What does it mean to be an extrovert? And how those meanings, in my opinion, can be, can be confusing to people, especially if we're having these conversations around introverts and extroverts in small groups, groups of our friends, and we don't know from one end to the other what it really means. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be back with Marty Olson Laney, marriage and family therapist, consultant, public speaker, and Michael Laney, business consultant, uh, also author of, co-author of the book, The Introvert and Extrovert in Love, Making It Work When Opposites Attract. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life host. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime, or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricane, the hams were there. In the critical moments after the attack of 9-11, it was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disaster strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works, and other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. All right, everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with the authors of The Introvert and Extrovert in Love, Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney, and we've got lots to talk about. We just started to touch the surface a little bit about what it means to be introverted and what it means to be extroverted and how these two actually uh, blend together. I use the term uh, oil and vinegar, so to speak. I'm not sure if that was a good analogy, but I'd love to hear what you both have discovered 
in uh, looking at people that are in relationships, that are in whether it's family relationships, whether it's love relationships, that have come to the table with that mix. Well, we've interviewed a lot of couples, and it was it's really interesting uh, to look at the attraction, and quite often the opposites do attract. And then after a few years, the opposites, traits, and personalities tend to irritate. And it's how to, how to bridge that. And, you know, part of the bridging is by understanding the physiology, that this really is innate physiology. And I've learned so much from Marty uh, with that respect and that the temperament is really hardwired from birth. And once you understand that this is a physiological response uh, for each of us, then it really depersonalizes some of the issues. And if Marty doesn't want to go to something with me, a social event, I certainly understand that because she may have done two or three things already this week and needs time to recharge. That's the interesting concept about looking at introvert versus extrovert. And it is about recharging. But I have to tell you, I think that these two terms, as long as they've been around, are probably two of the most misunderstood terms to explain human behavior that I have ever come across. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. They are, because they're really temperaments, and that um, we have different brain pathways that we tend to use as introverts and extroverts and different sides of the nervous system. So it really makes physical differences and um, really, people think of it much more in terms of being, you know, wearing lampshades or uh, hiding out in the corner, clinging to a wall somewhere, trying to look like a vine or something. <laughs> and and that introversion in our country is also so negatively uh, conceived. You know, every day I practically see something in the paper or on television where they're referring to an introvert in a negative way. Exactly. Let me ask you this question before we get into what this is like to have people in relationships. Can you be an introvert and change, become more extroverted? Uh, you, you really can't because it depends on the uh, neurotransmitters that you have flowing through your brain, which then also trigger the sides of the nervous system. And that's um, really given to you in your genetics and, and researchers can tell when babies are about four months old if they're more introverted or extroverted and they call introverted babies owls because they're, they don't move their bodies as much but they're very alert and look around a lot and are extremely observant uh, babies. And so you can't really change but as people get older um, we definitely learn to manage being introverts better. Um, and we may not even realize that we're doing that. And also there's so many misconceptions. For instance, many introverts are talkative. Um, I'm talkative if it's a subject I'm interested in or know a lot about and if there's only a few people or people I'm comfortable with that I'm talking to. I could be very talkative and suddenly walk into a, a large group and not be very talkative. However, if I'm the speaker and it's a topic that I'm interested in, I can suddenly be very talkative again. So it's very confusing unless people understand why that is. Yeah, and I've seen it in the business world, and it's sort of like being right or left-handed. You're born that way, and the introvert can come into uh, like the business setting and really work in a very extroverted setting, and for many people would think that they're extroverts, but what it does, it takes so much energy that they're exhausted you know, by the time.
you can throw a ball left-handed if you're right-handed, and you can get good at it, but you really get excellent when you stay with the right-handed. Um, so being an introvert in this extrovert world does take a lot of energy, more than it does for an extrovert. You know, I, I was looking over some of the information we received and looking at some of the people that have been classified either introvert or extrovert. And I was I was interested in, in asking you both um, what characteristic of each of those, introvert or extrovert, do you think is most misunderstood? Well, for instance, what you talked about, um, most of the daytime morning shows, for instance, have introverts as interviewers. Uh-huh. They're good at interviewing <laughs> at the one-on-one -on -one setting or one-on-two setting. Um, they're contemplative, uh, interested in, you know, asking questions. They listen well. Um, so I think that, that thinking that people aren't in the limelight, a lot of actresses and actors are introverts, a lot of them, and, and most of our main um, really um, highly evolved actors and actresses are introverts. Um, because they can go out and use their energy and do that, and then they can, like Julia Roberts always says, she goes back and takes a nap in her trailer. Um, and without her nap, <laughs> nobody wants to be around her. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point. <laughs> so that, that's a huge misunderstanding is that introverts are out in some log cabin, you know, fiddling with bomb wires or something. Yeah, I've also seen it with uh, introverts in a lot of uh, settings where it's a group setting and the other group members don't feel like the introvert is contributing, and yet they are, and they can be very present. Uh, they are very alert. They're understanding all of the information that's going on. They just may not be making a snap decision, which is a good thing. And they may come back the next day or a little later after thinking about it and going into their long-term associative memory, which is part of their brain pathway, and they'll have the answer. And where the extrovert wants to make a decision and move on, and that can be dangerous sometimes. Well, I, I think that one of the, the few people that people would realize is an introvert, I, at least one of the folks that popped up on the list that I could see, uh, was Christina Aguilera. Mm -hmm. And I and I looked at that, and, and the reason that I say that, you know, we gave her an award a couple of years ago, but on the outside, she seems like she is, it, it would not be an, an introvert, especially when you look at some of the music videos and things that she has done. And so then that leads to misconception, I think, not only on my part, but on the public's part, mm -hmm. and looking at how each of these different characteristics, whether introvert or extrovert, how each of these different types could be misunderstood in relationships. I mean, how do you get to know before you're fully engaged in a relationship what your partner is and what that means? I think that's a, a really good point because I think it's misconstrued. Like uh, Mike said earlier, I think, for instance, when we met in college and so we talked about books and things I was interested in a lot, and Mike bought me a book on our second date. Of course, doesn't seal the deal right there. Um, but that that's, I probably looked much more extroverted. And then after we were married, he felt kind of confused that I wasn't as, quote, outgoing as he was expecting me to be. So I, I think that's really true. And you, it requires understanding what to look for in people and people knowing themselves. Of course, 
the key anyway in a relationship is each person knowing themselves and trying to understand the other person without judging them. Yeah, what I love about this is is when we took a look at this and we looked at the dynamics between male and females, I mean, that that's a whole energy in, in itself. Um, but when we were taking a look at, um, you know, introvert male, extrovert female, extrovert male, introvert female, I mean, does does gender play a role in this on top of introvert and extrovert? Yes, it really does because in our society do we not only overvalue extroverts, certainly in the United States our country was founded on oratory and action and quick decision-making, and so we really, more than any other countries, overvalue extroversion, and still to this day we do, and and that um, we especially expect men to be people of action and, and speaking quickly, and, and so um, it's become more common for extroverted women certainly are, are married to introverted men, and very often they like though they're, again, married for a while, and then they want them to get out of their garage or wherever they're hiding and, <laughs> and relate more. <laughs> Although it can be tricky because lots of extroverted men um, do all their extroverting at work and don't really like the kind of deeper, more intimate um, relating that, uh, marriage or partnership requires. So actually it can be another misleading thing um, because it's very often hard for extroverted, especially men, to um, be more intimate, which actually introverts are better at, surprisingly. Two men and two extroverts together. Yeah, they don't <laughs> often last long. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm, I'm trying to think about this, you know, for a minute. I mean, whether they're male or female or same-sex couples, I'm just trying to imagine two extroverts together, what life is like. It's quite busy. And <laughs> we, when we interviewed a lot of different couples, we found that to be probably the uh, most troublesome and probably the one that would least be likely to stay together unless they really devote time to working on the relationship instead of all their other activities. Yeah, and can be the most disrupted, for instance, when children leave home, um, a time where we talk, we talk in the book about what chemicals are involved in keeping relationships together and if people don't move from caretaking children into finding more things they have in common, the, the relationship can really drift apart and that, that you see with a lot of extroverts. In our research and, and interviewing couples, we, we found that um, actually two introverts are most satisfied with their relationship, um, you know, because they're very clear that you don't go out Friday night and... Um, after a whole week of work and, <laughs> um, you know, they understand each other well. But, but they can also get stuck in a rut and not have enough outside friendships, uh, an, enough outside relationships. So that can be problematic too. And that is the good thing about an introvert-extrovert relationship. If you're not critical of each other and you're trying to work things out and understand each other, it's a really good balance. I mean, Mike's drug me out into the world to travel much more than I would have on my own, and I have reminded him of be home and 
and uh, settling down and learning to actually not do anything for a while. Yes, two extroverts get a lot done, but I'm not <laughs> sure about the relationship. <laughs> now, I, I would imagine it's a do-do-do kind of relationship. Exactly. Uh, you know, and and uh, I mean, I, I think the the question is, I mean, can we, uh, you know, look at some people that are very visible uh, to to the public and point to whether that they are introvert or extrovert? Yeah, like I'm um, talking mostly couples. Oh, mostly couples. Well, certainly we're we're we have a president and uh, who he and his wife talk about that he's the extrovert and she's the introvert. It's always interesting to me how much Laura Bush is willing to say that she's an introvert. And kind of obvious, Jack Kennedy and Jacqueline Kennedy is another introvert-extrovert couple that, um, you know, she made a lot of adaptions, mm. and they talked about how good she was at going off and taking rests and that she, she was um, very aware of being introverted. Well, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about introverts and extroverts and how to identify oneself, talking a little bit more of what it's like to be in relationship uh, with one or the other and uh, getting into some of the common problems that may occur in these relationships. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Marty Laney and Michael Laney here joining us, the introvert and extrovert in love. We'll be right back. The Reconnections 2007 Mastery Conference in L.A. is a perfect way for anyone interested in the latest in healing. Hosted by international best-selling author Dr. Eric Pearl, August 2nd through the 5th, the conference features John Demartini from The Secret and stars from What the Bleep, Dr. Emoto, Dr. Tiller, Lynn McTaggart, and many others. Call now and save $60 when you mention The Dr. Pat Show. Call 888-ERIC-PEARL or visit TheReconnection.com. That's 1-888-ERIC-PEARL or visit TheReconnection.com. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. What if you had your own personal ally to help you focus on the areas of your life that you would like to change? What if you had a powerful connection where the two of you were affecting change in your life? How would your life be different and what would you manifest for yourself? Working with Tara Crete as your life coach will help you learn how to tap your inner resources and passion and connect them with outer goals and tasks. In other words, you take action. Log on to innergood.com for more information. That's innergood.com. Give your kids a gift, the Angel Healing Meditation from Positive Central. Well, it helps me get to sleep faster. It also kind of soothes me when I'm trying to relax. I like how you get to create your own special angel and how your angel has the power to transform things. Learn how your children can enjoy the Angel Healing Meditation at PositiveCentral.com. It makes me feel like I had a relaxing sleep. Order yours today at PositiveCentral.com. Naturally, you make a strong statement about who you are with fabulous new clothing, shoes, bedding, and more from Eddie Bauer, the essential brand of quality apparel and gear with the up-and-coming 
and those who have already arrived. Today's generation knows that Eddie Bauer is the source for everything casual, comfortable, and with a flair for the entire family. Shop anytime, day or night, at eddiebauer.com, an affiliate of HealthyLife.net. And don't forget, Eddie Bauer gift certificates make the perfect statement, too. Now available at eddiebauer.com. Radio your way, HealthyLife.net. everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want to find out more about us, check us out on our website, www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com. And lots of information. There are hundreds of shows to listen to. You can search in the search feature, find out uh, who, who, who we've talked with, whether it be by name or by topic. Have some fun and enjoy yourselves. We're into phase two of that website now. We'll be adding lots more information. Uh, and you'll be able to hear interviews like the one today with uh, Dr. Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney. Their book is The Introvert and Extrovert in Love. And we were talking a little bit about introverts, extroverts, the combination in relationships, um, and, and much more. Uh, but part of, part of the conversation is understanding how these two different types, whether they are together, introverts, extroverts, whether extroverts are together, whether introverts are together, how that all plays out in relationships uh, and in intimacy. Uh, in, so, I mean, the question is, do, do introverts ever get intimate? <laughs> uh, yes, they do. Actually, <laughs> our brain is made for um, conversation, a uh, conversation that grows and has depth and has pauses and goes back and forth between two people. So we're actually made for intimacy, which is why lots of introverts uh, like myself are psychologists or work with people one-on-one in HR, uh, in the business world, or have some kind of one-on-one occupation uh, without maybe even understanding why, you know, or realizing that that's part of their gift or their advantage of being introverted, where extroverts are very good at brainstorming and talking in large groups, or they like to have meetings, they, they, they actually think by talking, where introverts, we like to think and then talk, <laughs> extroverts like to talk and think and come up with ideas, and that's why they also change their mind by the next day when they talk again about it to other people. And then introverts say to them, well, well, but yesterday you just said, <laughs> because we also value words a lot and choose our words carefully and they mean something. And so it's hard to get used to, I don't know how many introverts have said to me, but my husband or my wife is lying because they said the other day this or that and now they're saying this or that. Uh, we extroverts reserve the right to change our minds with more information. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or without more information. <laughs> well, that, that must present a very interesting dynamic in a lot of different venues, whether it's in a, uh, an intimate relationship or whether it's in the workplace. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember having a, a working for a, a vice president, and and boy, you know, what you've just described is exactly what would go on. And you would think that you missed the meeting. <laughs> you would think that that you totally missed the meeting, uh, because the very next day, not only would he 
say that he changed his mind, but he would already start to implement the new change. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's an, there's an extrovert. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, Mike and I will talk about something in the sure. next day. He's already made a phone call and done something entirely different than what we decided on. Well, right. right. <laughs> exactly. And you're still working on the strategy that you talked about in the That's meeting. That's right. <laughs> Well, the extrovert uses the short-term memory, and we don't always remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> Where the introvert uses long-term associative memory, and my wife remembers everything. And so, this is a new day. There's new information. Maybe a different decision needs to be made. Maybe. <laughs> well, let me tell you, for me, as we're talking about this, this gets really interesting when you're putting two people in close proximity working together, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's in the workplace, because I can see how if there isn't a way for people to have dialogue, I can see how one would start to question the integrity of the other and the extrovert would probably question the inaction of, of the introvert. I mean, I can see how this is a formula for disaster if people don't understand the dynamic. Exactly. It's it's two things that you always hear from a lot of extroverts when I've been out on book tours. And one is, why don't introverts do something? Yeah, that inaction. And also, why do they withhold? Because extroverts have words available to them. The action is easy for them. They really don't understand the physiology of introverts that we can sometimes have no words or words fly out of our mind, and that. We we are dominant on the inhibitory system, and so it takes thought to get us going sometimes and to decide on something and take action, and that that we can drag our feet on things, and but we are not withholding from them, but they do perceive it that way because many extroverts have said to me, "You mean you can think about what you're going to say?" You know, they really don't have that concept because they're just used to talking which for me as a very introverted person is hard to imagine because I always have to kind of prime my pump and be ready to speak. <laughs> so it's a very different orientation in the world. Oh, it is very different. I'm, I, I, I know that for myself, I've, I've often had very close friends, and, and as you said, being an introvert, the one or two that I have, <laughs> say to me, how can you be so uh, so good at interviewing? How can you be so there at, at at talking to all the people you do? And we can't even figure out what you did yesterday because when we ask you, you give us like two sentences. <laughs> and I true, think that gets true. to be confusing for people. It's very confusing. That I, I can remember years ago people saying to me that I was mysterious and I thought it was so odd because I'm actually quite authentic when I do speak, and 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 yet people saw me as mysterious. And once I started realizing more of the physiology and how it looks to people on the outside, I can really see, and that is a very common word that's used with introverts, is that they're mysterious. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, a part of a, a Hawaiian name that was given to me, had to, it, the the uh, the interpretation is mysterious eyes. Oh, really? <laughs> exactly. And we'll talk about that when we come back. What is the right combination? Introvert, extrovert, two introverts, two extroverts. 
All of this will be talked about when we come back with my very special guests today, Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney. The book is The Introvert and Extrovert in Love. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Is your soul searching for more? Are you ready for greater spiritual enlightenment? CMS, the College of Metaphysical Studies, is the planet's largest source of metaphysical and spiritual growth. CMS, the leader in the field of metaphysical studies, is dedicated to the service of humankind, offering distance learning courses and free resources. Follow your spiritual path and join the great adventure at cms.edu. That's cms.edu. MyBrothersKeeper.biz, an autism resource website that is reaching out every day to help families around the globe, providing guidance, motivation, and inspiration. Whether your connection to autism is through a child or student, join in on a journey into the wonderful world of autism. Autism affects about 1 out of 165 children, and awareness is lagging behind. So visit and help change the world, one child at a time, at MyBrothersKeeper.biz. And listen to the interviews on The Dr. Pat Show. Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at GenesisToday.com. That's GenesisToday.com. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourish the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888-667-4300 or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. A good life is essential, and that's why I listen to HealthyLife.net. And for nutritional support for me and my family, my business goes to HealthyLife.net affiliate, GNC LiveWell. It's the trusted name in the vitamin and supplement industry. And that's essential when you're the one responsible for your good health and the well-being of your family. GNC LiveWell has a multitude of convenient locations near you, and is always open on the Internet at GNC.com. GNC LiveWell, the name says it all. You choose. Programs you want, never anything you don't. The way radio should be. HealthyLife.net Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And I'm here with Marty uh, Olson-Laney and Michael Laney. We're talking about their book, The Introvert and Extrovert in Love, and much more. Uh, you know, I, I asked you a question before we went to break. How do we figure out who are the best couples? And one of the things I noticed that you recommend movies and books uh, for people to, to kind of read or watch, uh, to look at the any outie relationships. Um, I'd love for you to talk about a couple of these and why is this important to do. Will we recognize ourselves? <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. Uh, and we use the movies because so many people watch them. And, you know, when you asked earlier about, you know, some couples, some public figures like, you know, George and Laura Bush, 
but the movies really give you an, an idea of of relating to the people up on the screen, uh, just like with any females and Addy males, which is probably what people think of the traditional uh, relationship, uh, when Harry met Sally. I mean, that's a, a great example. Meg Ryan, um, you know, being the introvert and um, Billy Crystal being the extrovert. I mean, we can all relate and, you know, you can look at some of the issues that they had in their relationship and finally end up together because they uh, end up appreciating each other. Well, you know, the conversation about the movies is kind of an interesting one because um, I know for myself uh, it seems on the surface that the kinds of movies I watch and I and I and I relate to are not necessarily movies that an introvert would would watch. And I had this conversation last week, so that's why I'm asking you the question about the movies. And it's it's as if people sort of size you up and they think, let's take her to the latest, and actually this happened on Saturday night. Let's let's invite her to this fabulous. Um, independent film with subtitles <laughs> and this is going to be like the movie this is she's going to love this this is going to be so great and i'm totally the opposite as a matter of fact you know i was ready to leave the movie and slip into the next room to watch the fantastic four <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> what's your favorite kind of movie well, that's just it. You know, the next room watching the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and, and I, do you think and I, you live vicariously kind of, through that? I vicariously do that. I mean, it's very interesting to look at how people size me up. Uh -huh. And those people that know me and hear me say I'm really an introvert, so then they size me up like that. Other folks look and they think she's like way extroverted. And so there's that. But it all gets very, very complicated. And so how can one watch a movie and get a sense? Uh, for example, what in, what movie would you uh, suggest, uh, someone watch to get that innie and outie relationship? Uh, well, I, I think one of the, one of the movies that really shows that is Pretty Women, which was, you know, very successful. Yeah. You have a very introverted male. Yes. The opposite and a very extroverted female. And again, they learn to appreciate their differences. And she draws him out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and is that the case of Dirty Dancing with yeah. the opposite, uh -huh. though? Right. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Uh, Barefoot in the Park would be another one with Robert Redford. And Jane Fonda, where she's very extroverted and and uh, tried to keep trying to lighten him up and get him to walk barefoot in the park. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. These, and I, I mean, think, and those themes actually you see them in in a lot of movies because it makes conflict, you know, to have those kinds of differences. So that's why it's so common in movies. I think um, one of the first movies we saw after we were married, Two for the Road, with Audrey Hepburn and Albert Finney, where she's a, she's an introvert, and, and Audrey Hepburn talks also in 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 all of her biographies or autobiography that um, she's an introvert in real life too. And uh, in that movie, it's very clear that you know, Albert Finney's an extrovert, and that they have very common problems as him not being able to stick around and develop very much intimacy. Um, even though they have a, a certain bond that sticks with them over the years. 
It's it's really a fascinating conversation because I think each type gets categorized in one way or the other. I mean, there are certain misconceptions, and I, we've touched on a few of them. Uh, and I, I think that for for most people, they look at this and they look at extroverts, and it's hard to understand uh, what some of the disadvantages might be because they <laughs> seem to be out into the world. They seem to be about action. And that would mean that the, the the summary of what introverts is about means that they're party poopers, they don't like people, they don't have social skills, they won't talk. I mean, this combination, and we're probably talking about extremes in some case, but is there a combination of people that can get together and have relationship love be so easy and smooth that you, you never know there was a difference? Well, I, I, Marty can answer this too, but I really look at, you know, the opposites, you know, do attract, and that is the stimulation that quite often is so exciting in a in a relationship, and to keep that going, like for us, for 42 years, we've learned each other, uh, learned about each other uh, very well, and where we can now make choices, and one thing that's helped me as an extrovert is really having more of an intimate relationship, and looking more internal instead of fire-ready aim, which is what most extroverts do. <laughs> um, and that it's, it's really been valuable for me as a person and also in my career to really be able to be more introspective. And that did not come easily to me um, as an extrovert because I like uh, just a lot of experiences and then just move on instead of really looking at in depth uh, a certain issue. And so that's been very helpful. And I think most introverts, you know, growing up in our country and studies show that introverts um, do idealize extroverts, so that's why we're so often attracted to them because we think that's the way we should be or we should be like that. And so it, it makes it, that's another reason it's very common for introverts to, not only are they pulled out by extroverts, um, but they also think that that's the way to be, and so it's someone that they marry or partner up with for that reason. Yeah, on our website, uh, which is uh, martylaney.com, we've got over 10,000 uh, people that have responded to her books, and it's been amazing that the introverts feel so much better about themselves understanding the physiology, but one of the most common themes is relationships and how to get extroverts to understand them. And so what the, the issue you're bringing up is, is so important in a relationship, the understanding. Well, I, I think it is. And it can be confusing to people, especially, uh, I don't know about you, Marty, but people see me. I mean, on my website for the longest time, there was a picture of me skydiving. <laughs> so, so people immediately react to, yeah, she's out there, she's on radio, she's skydiving. And I, I responded back one day during my show, skydiving, do you see anyone else up there with me? <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? There's no one up in the sky with me. <laughs> you're, not, you're not grabbing the group as you go down, huh? You're not doing the holding hands thing. <laughs> as a matter of fact, that's right. As a matter, yeah, I like it when there's nobody in the plane with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, so many interviewers either on on uh, the radio or, or television during the breaks will will tell me that they're really introverts, but nobody will believe them because well, interviewers and, and, to be introverted. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and 
you know, for some of us, we not only do radio, but we go out and we're out in, a, you know, during events. But I want to get back to something you said, and we'll talk about it when we come back uh, after break. The question is, how do introverts and extroverts, how do introverts and extroverts get together in the bedroom? I mean, what is that like? Can we even imagine having sex in in a way that is fulfilling for each of them. When we come back from break, we're going to be talking with uh, Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney, the introvert and extrovert in love, in the bedroom, when we come back. Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieOConnor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's CarrieOConnor.com. What does it take to feel young again? To be filled with vitality? To wake up feeling clear and refreshed? To live without allergies? More and more Americans are wondering if it's even possible. Founder of the Life Force Center in Los Angeles, Dr. Jeffrey McCombs, has been researching, developing, and refining a unique system that doctors and patients from around the world are saying offers them all of this and more. Visit LifeForcePlan.com or call 1-888-236-7780. Find out what's baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit AshitabaGreen.com or AshitabaBeauty.com. Take control of your health and wellness with the natural and modern way. Don't just treat symptoms, eliminate the cause. Hundreds of people report improved health and wellness using Rife Frequency Technology. BioSolutions is the most effective Rife instrument we've experienced. Customer satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. For more information, call BioSolutions toll-free at 866-885-6625. That's 866-885-6625. Water. In the hot summer sun, water is a natural thought, like relaxing at the beach with the waves lapping at your feet or perhaps being with your significant other under a secluded, gently cascading waterfall. If you want a little more action, how about water skiing or boating on an icy, clear blue lake? With Expedia.com, everything you need for travel, flights, hotels, cruises, vacation packages, they have it all at a price you can afford. Go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Expedia.com. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. In the book, the extrovert and the the introvert and the extrovert in love. There's a quote here by Bette Midler: "Sex is such a natural phenomenon. How come there are so many books on how to do it?" <laughs> well, I think you might have the answer. <laughs> yeah, it can be uh, tricky because, again, you have to remember that everything 
introverts do out in the world or in the bedroom takes energy. And we also tend to be very territorial um, because we lose energy when other people are in our territory. So it's very important to realize that usually introverts like a slower pace and um, touching and physical um, need to be kind of worked out and talked about. And it's really the, of course, most important thing is to talk about differences and what you prefer and that that can be the most helpful thing, but that there's nothing wrong with introverts that things need to be slowed down for them. Usually introverts marry later. Uh, we tend to date later. Um, so all those things take time to get used to people being in our space like you were saying, of jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And one That's of the a lot things, of space. <laughs> it's a lot of space. I'll tell you, one of the things I was reading in this chapter of the book uh, about reducing barriers to intimacy, um, one of the barriers that came up, and I thought this is kind of interesting, introvert, introverts' barriers to intimacy include the following, reluctance to share private thoughts and feelings. That, I would have to say, is probably one of the most misunderstood characteristics because being an introvert, I would imagine that people expect you to know how to talk about your private thoughts and feelings, especially if you're somebody like me that has, you know, that, that F score on the Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. This can get very confusing, as I said before. How do you break through some of these barriers? Because if you don't, you'll never get to the bed. <laughs> well, one one thing that extroverts have to learn is to listen and to really not interrupt, which we have a tendency to do, but to really listen um, intimately and uh, taking a, a slower time. Yeah. And that's really important, and not, there's no rushing that's, that's involved. And that's the key with introverts. Uh, one of our daughters is introverted, and she wanted to talk when she was a teenager about 12 o'clock at night, you know, that was her, suddenly she would want to tell me things and I would like barely be awake trying to listen to her, but that it's really with introverts, it's, it's when we're ready to talk, you know, it's not that we don't know our thoughts or feelings, it's being ready to have the energy to do that, and I think that's the thing that introverts sometimes don't understand about themselves, uh, because um, I can talk a lot about my thoughts and feelings very easily if I'm in the place to do that, but I'll tell Mike a lot of times, well, I'm not ready to talk about that yet. Drives him nuts. But, um, but, you know, I know that about myself now. So it isn't that I don't know those things. It's being in the place to be able to do it. Exactly. I mean, and, and, you know, when we're talking about people being um, out in the world that are introverts that get their energy by not necessarily being out in the world. For example, you know, we're talking, I was talking about myself. I'm out in the world pretty much most of the day. And so it's almost as if you're really spent by the time you get to be home with your partner because now there is an expectation that, okay, we're home, let's talk. And it's like you're all tucked out. Right, right. I used to like my, uh, I used to, we used to live, now we live in Portland, but we used to live in Southern California, and I liked my commute because I had time alone in the car before I came home, you know, with my kids and, and Mike, and that was sort of my own time and restorative time. 
Um, but introverts really do need like 15 or 20 minutes of restorative time before they're ready to be chatting with the family, and it's really good to realize that. Yeah, quite often I would come home and I would take care of the, the kids and start dinner, and Marty would run a bath and have some quiet time by herself, and that really helped, and as I understood, uh, that really helped our relationship. It was you know fine with me, and it gives me a chance to reconnect with the kids and have some some, you know, some fun time with them. Oh, you two must really be in love. Mike, you really must want to be, stay in this relationship. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it, and it didn't work as an extrovert. I mean, it, it does, you know, this is not my natural tendency, and yet it's so important to understand and, and to do this. And Marty is certainly um, so worthwhile to be with. That, uh, I'm, it's, a, it's a precious gift. <laughs> Well, there you, I mean, this is you both an example of how an introvert and an extrovert get together and make this work. And I say work because it sounds like there is some work to do. It's not like you can uh, just wave a magic wand and all of a sudden now we have people, you know, that are together that are making it. No, it does take awareness of yourself and the other person and then being willing to work things out and negotiate. And that's really the key is to be able to, I certainly have done more socializing than I would do on my own, and that's good for me. It also stretches me, so we, we each have an opportunity to grow with the other person, too. Does any of this change as we get older? I think it gets easier the more you accept yourself, and I think especially for introverts, and studies show that introverts uh, don't have as much self-esteem because of our society pressuring them to be outgoing. You know, you don't see jobs being offered for ingoing employees. Um, it's always outgoing employees. So we get so much pressure, but as we get older, I think we accept ourselves better and we just know that that's the way we are, and so that really helps. And I think for extroverts, as uh, we age, we can't, you know, the we mentioned the do, 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 always being, act, you know, very active. Get older, you can't do that, so you get more introspective. You you have to, and, and extroverts actually, introverts age better, uh, live longer, uh, not as ill, um, know how to manage their energy already mm. more, and extroverts really need to develop their more introverts. All right, maybe the older. next book is going to be uh, uh, Extroverts and the Art of Meditation. Let's take a short break when we come back. More with the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be doing our wrap-up with Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney. We'll be right back. Cancer and stroke are now the greatest threats to life, but there's no need to suffer the side effects of pharmaceuticals or harmful treatments. Whether a patient does or does not wish to use traditional methods, there is a totally non-toxic alternative product, PolyMVA. PolyMVA has been effective with both stroke and cancer for over 10 years. To find out more, call 866-991-9942 or visit polymva.com. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership, whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. 
Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Screen star Olivia Hussey and Susan Allen have founded Dog Save to provide neutering and spaying for the feral dog population near the Oneness University outside of Chennai, India. While this is a center of global enlightenment, the dogs are starving and multiplying without check. Please contact us at dogsave at thedivorceforum.com. We are a 5013C corporation in California. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. What a fabulous show here with Marty Olson Laney and Michael Laney. The book is The Introvert and Extrovert in Love. And as we wrap up, I'd love to hear your personal message for everyone and, uh, and what, what we can leave so that they can make this work for themselves. My personal message is for introverts to appreciate themselves, that they have a lot of advantages and they may not know what they are, but if they learn what they are and they start using them, their lives will will really turn around, and it's so important for them to value their abilities. Yeah, and mine is uh, really extroverts really need to understand and appreciate introverts. I don't think they do, and the more they understand, the more they will appreciate them. Well, I want to thank you both for joining the show today. What a fabulous book, and, and thank you for helping all of us understand what it's like to be either one of these and what it's like to be able to live an outstanding life in understanding. Thank you both. Oh, Thanks thank so you. Much. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. Make yourselves a fabulous week. We'll see you right back here next week.